Hello, everybody, to another episode of The Key Items Podcast, your local Southern Fried Podcast right here in Georgia. Um, we are back. We're back for another episode. We are back for the 64th episode. You already know what this is about because you clicked on it. You already know. Maybe if I can find an audio clip that isn't copyright dangerous to throw on the front of a Nintendo themed episode. Um, You'll know it won't be like the PlayStation 2 probably guys. I probably won't have the startup sound. There is no startup sound for the N64. You know what you should get? You should get the um, the the old commercial slogan. You know what I mean? The one they used to put on all the N64 commercials. I don't remember this, but show me later on, and I will <laughs> think about it. I don't actually remember that one. Um, but anyway, um, get in or get out or something like that. Oh, okay. I get it. I know what you're talking about. Get in. Okay, yes. I know what you're talking about. Um, maybe. I may do that. Um, but anyway, welcome back, everyone, to another great episode. We are going to be... Spoiler, you know what this episode is about, like I said. But we'll get into that in a bit. Let me introduce the folks. Um, as always, to the right, on the podcast, he is helping out. His best buddy Goemon fight and save the princess on this level. We have Dustin. Wow, that was a deep cut with that one. Exactly. Um, he in the corner snapping pictures of Pokemon without their consent. We have Arnold. Hello. And Arnold's a little bit how do i feel the word consent is loaded um and now returning for his second episode and many more to come i'm sure we have odd job himself just chop chop, chop. Just... gingerbread man <laughs> um, welcome to another episode everybody um I, I'm going to go through some of our stuff this episode, um, kind of the same way we did on the um, the comic book episode, the Marvel and DC episode. A little bit fast, everyone, when it comes to news. Uh, apologies if you're wanting for more detailed stuff. Maybe there's some stuff we may revisit, but we're going to try to shoot through it so then we can get to everyone's patch notes. Um, I don't have a lot, actually, this week, but... We'll try to zoom through all of that, and then we'll get to the main topic of the episode, which you came here for, and it will be fun because I have things to discuss. So, let's all get into our next issues. Next issues, as if you all know. Is the part of the podcast where we discuss the news and all things that are happening in gaming and geek. Um, I'm going to just start off with mine real fast. Um, if that's okay. No one's itching to jump on theirs. Yeah. Um, 
Game release news. Pokemon shit. There was a Pokemon Direct that recently came out and no motherfuckers talking about it. Um, which is weird. But really it's really weird because it's good stuff. It's not like they just said, oh, we have a Pikachu skateboard for you. Um, which, by the way, they do. They actually have a Pikachu skateboard for the 25th anniversary. Um, it was a really well... The longboard? Yeah. Yeah, the longboard. It was a really good... Com- it was like a really... I was going to say commercial. It, it is a commercial. It was a really good commercial um, for yeah. the Pokemon franchise. If you looked at the, the Pokemon Direct, it was done really well. It was making me want to rebuy all the Pokemon games I already own. Um, and what was revealed in it is that they have a Pokemon... Um, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond um, remake of mm-hmm. the uh, original um, fourth generation Pokemon games. Uh, I played Platinum, which is the, the the collected one of the two. And I really like that Pokemon game series. It was really good. It was one of my favorite. And they're redoing it for the Switch. I like how it looks. Everyone bitch, because it looks like a chibi thing, but it's like, it's a fucking Nintendo game. Please shut up. Um, But (laughs) then, coming into what everyone else wanted from Pokemon, for those of you who don't know, they have now released Pokemon Legends Arceus, or Arceus, which is a video game that's also set in the Sinnoh region, which is the same region as Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, but it's set in like ancient Japan version. Like it's way back. And it's basically Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Um and it looks really good. Like it's not coming out till like next year, but it looks really good. And no one talked about it, even though everyone bitched about Sword and Shield not being Breath of the Wild Pokemon. So now you have Breath of the Wild Pokemon. What else do you fucking want? Uh, <laughs> they're never, just to help everyone figure out, they're not going to like show Rhyhorn like goring Pikachu. Like he's not going to jam his horn into Pikachu's stomach and die. I'm just, it's never going to happen. Pokemon will never be that gory. I just want everyone to just know that going ahead of time. Um, they also review some uh, stuff. People's expectations there, Jim. Oh, what did you say? Russian people's expectations. Yeah, they, people have weird expectations for Nintendo. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And then also they have Pokemon Snap. And they did some more reviewing on Pokemon Snap. It still looks good. These games look good. I don't care what anyone says. Like, they look well done. Um, given that COVID happened and they're releasing information and new stuff like this, I am actually impressed. Um, and so far, I haven't heard anything about Crunch. So far. Um, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, we're going to hope, mm-hmm. but don't want to say too much because as soon as we say something, then It'll someone happen. has been like literally crunched like between a shelf, like because of an <laughs> abusive boss. Um, yes. But yeah, so that's that's honestly all my my release information. I don't really have much else to say aside from that it looks good, um, and I'm probably going to get one of them. I'm definitely going to get the Sinnoh games, and my fiance is definitely going to get Pokemon Snap. Like, like that's going to happen. 
Uh, I might get Pokemon Snap just for nostalgia reasons. <laughs> I, and I hated Pokemon Snap, but it's Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> it's it looks good. It looks good. I am I have enough games on my backlog that I got to get through, so I'm not in a rush to buy anything. And all my games are JRPGs, so you know that's going to be a hot minute. Um, so look, I'm not in a rush, but they look good. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, so yeah, that's my news. Um, Arnold or Dustin, do you guys want to jump onto yours? Yeah, I guess I'll jump onto mine because there's some, there's a bit, but it mostly we can talk about it real fast. Um, mm-hmm. actually, we'll get rid of the fast ones first, I guess. Um, in the case of Epic and Apple throwing more money at each other, Valve mm-hmm. is now being. Uh, dragged into the situation because Apple is asking. They did ask uh, for sales data, I believe, a couple days ago from Valve. But Valve said, nah, you don't need it. But then the core said, uh, nah, Apple needs it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Valve is now going to have to have to hand over sales data. It's for, uh, it's, um, Apple's going to use it apparently to show like they're not, you know, monopolizing uh, the marketplace, which, you know, that, you know, that might be, <clears throat> but I'm not helping Epic. Um, mm-hmm. They also try to ask for more data from up to 2000, from currently now to 2015, but the court only ruled up to 2017. So we'll see where this goes, I guess. Okay. Um, aside from that, also have our president Biden uh, reviewing. You call him president. President? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Wait, what? you said President Biden? And I was I'm, pretty, like, I'm pretty sure I said president. It came out present, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, you were saying the um, president Biden. Present, president. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Um, he'll be reviewing the shortage of semiconductors for like mm-hmm. the new uh, the new consoles, the PS5, mm-hmm. the Xbox, and uh, apparently will help push a $37 billion fund uh, legislation to accelerate the chip manufacturing in mm-hmm. the U.S. because in the U.S. we have a shortage uh, of these semiconductor yeah. chips. Yeah, we have a bad shortage problem, and it's because mm-hmm. we um, we send out a lot of our work to overseas. Um, and so just small little political rant out there for all of my right-wing listeners, all one of you. Um, like, here's the deal. When you vote for Republican Party members, usually when they say they're going to cut taxes, they don't mean for you. And when they say they're going to help business, they don't mean for your like Midwest, like blue collar industry. They help out other businesses that then send that work overseas, which then destroys your marketplace. So when you actually think people who are trying to get rid of, I don't know, pipelines are trying to, you know, destroy your work, it's not them that's actually destroying your work. Um, we could have facilities right now that create these things and we have a shortage because of the COVID pandemic. And the reason Biden is getting into it for gamers out there, no, Joe Biden probably doesn't even know what a switch is outside of something you spank a child with. Um, hey, you know, actually, you say <laughs> but there was a news story a while back that he had beaten oh, his yeah, granddaughter. Oh, yeah, he had a, he, had a, yeah. he did. He did actually build. Um, he actually was on Animal Crossing too at one point. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but he's not a big gamer. We all know that. Why would he be? 
And um, no, that's, that's AOC who's the big gamer. Oh, uh, anyway, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. don't get me into two rants here. Um, but like, <laughs> um, um, basically the um, oh my god, that made me heated. Anyway, I was gonna uh, sorry. Say, go ahead, no, go you're ahead. fine. You're fine. Um, um, but yeah. Anyway, Joe is basically going into this to try to actually help out car companies. That's the main reason. Um, because then you can do part two, right? And that's actually the industry that's being destroyed because we're not actually making cars anymore. For those of you who don't know, America was really big about making cars, and then big business figured out they could screw little people over. Like it's a big history lesson, people. But anyway, um, the the reason they're going into this chip manufacturing is because of that, and it just so happens to benefit um gaming in that sense. Yeah. So. It's, it's it's the whole thing. I just want people who are listening who aren't privy to political information or industrial information that actually plays a large part of our economical structure of the country um, to know and be aware so that before you go pick up that red hat, you are aware <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead, Arnold. Uh, all right. Uh, this is real fast, I guess. Uh Anthem 2.0, or Anthem Next, as they called it, uh, the reboot, is officially dead. Uh, EA oh. has pulled the plug on it as Bioware will be moving on from Anthem 2.0, or Anthem Next, to continue working on the newest uh, Dragon Age 4. Uh, and because of this, um, because of you know EA's failure of online subscription games, and they said it's going to be the future of online gaming, uh, Dragon Age 4 will not have multiplayer in it. So the team can focus on that single-player act. It First off, should never have had it. Um, it's Dragon Age, motherfuckers. Whoever played Dragon Age with friends. Um, and, and, like, it's Anthem. Like, we knew... Everyone knew Anthem was going to suck before Anthem came out. I think I was even slightly hopeful for, like, one week. I was like, oh, this looks neat. I had high hopes for Anthem. <laughs> I did too until I played the beta. I didn't have high hopes at all, but I was I was positive for one week. I was like, you know what? This game may revolutionize the whole like multiplayer shooter thing. What with all the Iron Man suits flying around, and no, nope. didn't do it though. So much- <laughs> yeah. Fuck Sorry, I got you. No, it's fine. Like I get it. I. I no longer get heated when it comes to EA because I no longer have faith in them. Um, and Bioware, for that matter. Like, Bioware used to make some of my favorite video games, and now they just make garbage. Um, yeah, Dragon Quest Four. like, I saw it. I was like, ooh, wow, the bald elf is back. Like, I'm so sick of him. He's in, um, he's in Inquisition, and he's, like, supposed to be really important. But I never finished that game because they kept giving me missions, and the story wasn't good enough to keep me going. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Arnold. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I beat that game. I think I did. But like, the I fact that you beat it and you don't remember it stands to its quality <laughs> of a game. I actually remember, I think yeah. the only important thing I remember is like, I think you lose a limb at the end. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, but it's something stupid, that's why. Just go ask Nappa to find it. <laughs> nah, it's too much work. <laughs> Not uh, for Nappa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just literally remember that Nappa... I always remember this once a year. I'm always like, Nappa punched someone's arm off. He didn't cut it off. He punched it off. 
Yeah, and you know what's funny is that like I remember not remembering that very clearly at first because mm. they edited it out so heavily in the original like dub we watched because that was like the super super censored one. I remember it in the dub that I watched for some reason. I don't know, like maybe it was the one that was like when they had re-read it, redid it maybe. Already. But like, yeah. but I remember reading it in the manga. And it's like in the manga, it's like very he just explicitly clear. This like punch, it. and then it just flies off. Punches Tien's arm clear the fuck off. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Napa was a beast. Anyway, um, go ahead, Arnold. <laughs> Uh, so we got more trouble for the folks over there at CD Projekt Red. Uh, their staff members apparently are reporting that they have to lock their computers because of a ransomware attack. Um, so they have to like freeze their personal accounts and stuff like that. Uh, a majority of the staff have been asked to send their computers into a studio mm-hmm. to see if there's like malware or intrusions in their computers. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that's going to even slow you know, more production that's supposed to happen. Real talk. Do you think they should just 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 be done with Cyberpunk? I feel like... I mean, they have to keep, you know, they have to keep updating it. Because they don't. No, no, they don't. They're, they don't have to do it. Here's, here's the thing about game companies. Let me tell everyone this. They ain't got to do shit. Um, they choose to, but, but they could but cut their like, losses. I don't think, because like they've done a lot of support for their older for their other games, so I don't, I don't see why not they would. They would. Well, do that this one this is game. a colossal failure. Like, on a on an administrative and like like leadership front, and now a security front to their workers, mm-hmm. it's a colossal failure. Like it is. That's just what it is. Um, but James, it don't matter because all of the money that's flowing in. But is it like I? Oh, so they're basically Apple then, huh? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like it's like you keep making things and people buy it, but like, are you really making anything of quality? And like, is it like your staff keeps being at risk? Like, your staff is always at risk for this game that no one... It's... Your game's a meme. Like, your game went from being, oh my god, I can't wait to be in the real world, to being like, holy shit. You know, like, your game is a fucking meme. Um, And so I'm just, like, kind of thinking, like, you know, um, why? Why continue it, you know, from a business perspective? Why not just cut it off? And then try to do something else um, for the benefit of your employees, for the benefit of saving face. Like, like what's going to happen? You think your the gamers are going to rage even more than they already have? You more know? ransomware attacks. More ransom. Like that's yeah. There's like I don't know. That's just what I'm looking at it from a perspective of. Um, but I also don't think I would have released the game that poorly. I've never released a game before, but I'm very confident in myself that I would not have done that. <laughs> um, if it wasn't done, you would say, hmm, maybe we shouldn't release this yet? Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, okay, let's stop. Like, I think one of my developers collapsed on the floor. I believe I should call the hospital <laughs> and, like, work on that first. Um, but anyway, go ahead, Arnold. Uh, wait, did you be... 
I don't know if you said before. <laughs> Do you want to bring up the Bethesda the bit? Bethesda bit? Yeah, we can bring it up real fast. Oh, okay. So Bethesda is currently <laughs> facing a lawsuit. As you tell the, the listeners on the backroom dialect. Eh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, so apparently they're getting on the lawsuit now because of the Fallout 4 mm-hmm. uh, DLC bit. For people who don't know, um, you don't really need to know because Fallout 4 is not that great of a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bethesda, they made a Fallout 4 season pass. Uh, back in September, where the price tag was supposed to be 30 they raised it up to 50 and promised that all DLC that's ever going to be made for the game will be given to the player if they buy the season pass. However, two years later, in 2017, Bethesda announced the Creation Club, which is basically uh, a store where you can buy mods, even though mods are supposed to be, you know... Well, I mean, it's up to the person, I guess, to who made the mods. Usually mods are free because, you know... It's people who enjoy the game so much they want to add more content to it. And um, also that it's made by a person who can dictate whether or not they want to sell the mod. Mm-hmm. Free market. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. But this, la- <laughs> but, uh, um, but this lawsuit entails... The details is basically... Um, the, the group is called the X-Law Group are mm-hmm. arguing that all of the content in the Creation Club is actually constitutes as DLC. Therefore, players who bought the season pass should get access to all of it. Mm. Um, mm. So, so I, I, I kind of... I don't kind of. It's bullshit. I'm glad they're getting sued. Fuck all of them. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. So, like, it's basically saying that, like, the stuff someone worked on... And this is why people look... I was saying this to my fiance while we were watching the Pokemon thing, and I was listening to some music on the on the thing. I don't like that Nintendo will sue your ass hot, fast, and heavy when it comes to their like music copyrighted shit. But I get it, like I get it because it's shit like this where you're not even a big company. Like think about it, you're not a big company. You're a guy who put in a lot of work, a guy or gal put into a lot of work for their mod on this shitty game that you for some reason like and like you put into all this work and the company essentially quote unquote allows other people access to it but let's say you don't want to be compensated for you know you don't want any payment for it they're still allowing themselves to be paid for it but then let's say if you do want compensation for it they're still allowing them to be paid for but you're not getting any money so you're screwed either way it goes um and it's bullshit they didn't do any of the work dlc for video game is what the company makes you know that's what dlc is for mods are exactly what that sounds like it's a modification you don't mod your car and then go to nissan and give them a down payment you know you you don't do that you know it's when you put a when you put a sticker on your switch that's a modification you don't pay Nintendo for that. Well, unless you bought one of Nintendo's actual stickers. But again, in Nintendo... Which case, in case you bought the mod directly from them. Right, you bought the mod you from You didn't make the, the sticker and then be DLC like, I'm spending some money. Right. Sorry, what was that, Arnold? You bought DLC from them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, you bought DLC from them. So Here's it's... a question. If you download the sticker and print it off yourself, is it then DLC? Um, yes. 
Okay. Yes. I'm say yes from a business standpoint. Yes. Because I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> you want the money, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just... I, I I know a lot of co- bigger companies fucking like run the copyright stuff a little stronger than what they probably should at times. I will fully admit to that. But as as new developers and modders and game creators come out, motherfuckers copyright your shit. Like like do it fast and do it hard because it's like these big companies will fuck you over. Um, it's just something to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Arnold. Uh, I think that it did. I talk about Terraria last week. I don't remember. I have no idea. I don't recollect it. My weeks have been a blur. Uh, uh, <laughs> talk about this real quick. Uh, so apparently, a couple weeks ago, um, the, the co-creator of Terraria, I pulled the plug on Terraria coming to Stadia because apparently Google. Oh no! Yeah, talked. you did mention this. You did mention this. Okay, so yeah. now um, apparently. Terraria will be coming to Stadia. Um, it took the whole month, but Google fixed some problem. Pretty sure there was, you know, Google, there was a lot of begging because Google fucked up their studios. So they're like, "We need Terraria. That game sells no matter where it goes." Um, it does. Google, Google was like, "He's like, hey, it's not coming to Stadia." And Google's like, "Is it though?" It's like, I wonder, how many zeros do you want in this check? <laughs> Tell me where <laughs> to stop. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, I guess. Stadia's not going to last long. No, it's Stadia not. fell harder and faster than the PSP. Which is uh, impressive. PSP. PSP. I, I joke a lot about PlayStation, but the PSP could have been a great it system. Was- it, it could have been a time. contender. It, it was before its time. It was supposed to, it was supposed to, you know, be the first Switch. It was. Just, it really was. It play, like, Sony did not back it up the right way. There are games on it that I, like, because I play a lot of JRPGs, and there are a lot of good ones on there. And it's exclusive to that. You know, so it, it was a system that could have been better. Um, but, yeah. But, all right, then, Arnold. Let's go to Dustin. Do you have any news, Dustin, or no? Uh, I'll, I'll be fairly brief. Um, apparently, um, sorry, uh, they J.J. Abrams has been attached to a Superman, another Superman project, like a Superman movie. Um, we'll see how that turns out. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just going to leave. I, for one, and if correct me if right, no, no, that was Zack Snyder that did the first one, right? Right, that's he's also you know they're still working on that Snyder cut thing. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, people. I like the Zack Snyder version. (laughs) I know, I know, I'm in the minority on that one. But what for Zack Snyder version of what? Superman. Man, oh, Man of Steel was good. I liked it. I liked it. Convinced you of that? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like I, I remember we talked about it, and I remember liking it when I first saw it. And, like, you know, I was younger at the time, so I kind of got up in the hype idea, like, oh, it wasn't that great. But then I was like, but I liked it. Like, I liked the Dragon Ball Z thing with the short lady and the tall dude. And, like, I liked everything blowing up. Like, I know people were around. I know Superman didn't save them. I didn't care. (laughs) But I've never had a um, romanticized version of Superman. Um... 
I've never been a big fan of Superman. So now given, don't get me wrong, New 52 Superman was worse because he he was an actual (laughs) jerk about it. Um, But like, I'm not, I'm okay. He's over here trying to be more like Homelander than Superman. Right, right. Now, J.J. Abrams coming onto the scene, I'm kind of like, J.J. doesn't know how to finish nothing. No, he doesn't. That actually worried me when I read I read that too. Say Abrams is coming on from Superman, and that supposedly also they stated that he's going to try to do a black Superman. Yeah, honestly, I think certain things should not be touched in that aspect. I agree. Superman being one, Superman is not happy black. Even though there is a quote unquote black Superman, Mm -hmm. he he does not Superman that we all know and want and and know grew up on. He's black. I'm sorry, he's not black. He is Clark Kent. Superman, Clark Kent. Clark Kent is Superman. You cannot separate the two. Right. Like how some people try to separate Batman from Bruce Wayne. You can do that a little bit more, but at the end of the day, we all know Batman people, is Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne is Batman. People Bruce still Keith, try yeah. it with Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And it's mm-hmm. it's barely successful. Like, yeah. you can try as much as you want. And this is what we've discussed before um, on the comic book episode. Like, you just make a new fucking character. Like you, you are just showing your lack of creativity by literally giving Superman a tan. If Homeboy ain't got a tan by sitting at the sun, he's not getting one. Like, like he's but not. Tan is that he turned gold? Didn't it's it's. <laughs> he's, that he boy got crispy. He's in yeah. the sun. He's in yeah, the he's sun. In the sun to turn gold. Like wow, it's. <laughs> it's just like look, people. I get it. You want to have a, an equivalent superhero near the Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman levels. Make that character. Yeah. Make that character. Sit down for a second and have three thoughts past the idea of we, instead of ki- picking up the peach Creon, we should pick up the brown one. Like, just utilize some brain power because you're just telling me you have none. It's just like... Like no one cares. He's it, he's Kyle. Like it's that Superman. Like ain't no one trying to make a black Supergirl. You know. Right. Like it's just just make a character that's equivalent to them. If you want to do it like power wise or grandiose wise or whatever, and make it work. You know. Um. It just doesn't work. Some things work. It's like you can never not make Lex Luthor this bald racially ambiguous <laughs> character sometimes i'm like is he white is he black is he like latino i don't know oh yeah in the uh in the, the cartoon it's like kind of kind of vague, mm-hmm. it's hey, very I'm, vague. I'm not i'm 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 going to say black lex luther is the best Lex. yes i completely yeah. agree like um black slash racially ambiguous <laughs> um, yeah. lex luthor is the best lex luthor um that was like that was a good lex luthor in that in that, in that cartoon yeah it's like you you can do these characters you're just not trying anymore um so mm-hmm. that the whole black superman that's stupid um they even tried they tried to make superman asian it didn't work um they tried to make the whole Asian, and they used an established character to do it and it was weird yeah this just stop like just fucking stop and make these characters their own characters you have good characters one of my favorite fucking um mutants is called surge she is a, an electric 
mutant from Japan. She is amazing. No one does anything with her. So it's mm-hmm. like you have characters. You just don't care. Um, but anyway, yeah, J.J. Abrams coming into the mix. He J.J. is fine. He just doesn't know how to finish anything. He makes a cool concept and just leaves. Yeah. Even some of his own movies, he finished. Really finished. Right. He doesn't finish his movies. He doesn't finish his shows. It's like, like, J.J. Abrams. It's like the opposite of, uh, it's like the opposite of M. Night Shyamalan. Like yes. He's a really snappy beginning and yeah. nothing else versus M. Night Shyamalan where it's like, okay, so I really got to work for this crazy twist at the end. Doesn't matter if the rest of the movie comes together. That crazy twist at the end's got to be. Yeah. And like J.J. Abrams will like write a thing, there's a mysterious box, and just never come back to that note. Can't, can't, can't come up with whatever. The, the he doesn't finish Chekhov's gun? No, yeah, no, he just doesn't. He does not. He's like, he, here's the gun. Okay, we're not going to touch it again. Exactly. He is. Yep. He would, if he was doing something, let's say he was doing, um, let's say he was writing Dragon Ball Z. He would be like, the yeah. Saiyans landed. That's and it. Everything blew up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything Things blew up. That's blew it. Up. There you That's go. It. That's it. Story. Or yeah. even worse, Radis will show up and then the, the manga ends. It'd just be like, I'm your brother. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> and then there'll be a sequel, and the sequel will never get produced. Right. And the sequel will never. No, the sequel to Raditz showing up will be Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> like, it'll be. It'll go from straight from Raditz to Dragon Ball GT. Versus the M. Night Shyamalan version, where it turns out that they, they weren't actually Saiyans. They're actually from Earth, and they're on some other planet. Which is <laughs> like Earth. Oh god, they're horrible people, and they make. I will money say <laughs> there are some good. I, I am ragging on M. Night Shyamalan, but they actually have been some. He has like two, two good um, ones. Uh, uh, I actually enjoyed Split. Split was great. I love Split. That's the one for me. <laughs> That's one for me. Um, but anyway, um, what else you got? Um, that was my biggest news. Uh, I will say they delayed the Ava movie again in Japan. But of course. Yeah, because COVID. Um, I did want to briefly mention, um, they, there's, a, there's apparently another, a global One Piece character poll. Um, normally, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're locked in Japan, but this time they're actually doing a global poll. Uh-huh. Uh, the most popular characters, and uh, if we have time, I'll go through that right quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we'll start with number ten. Do y'all have any guesses here? We'll number ten it. is going to be is are they on the crew? Um, no, they're not on the crew. Okay, not on the crew. Shanks. Yes. Ha ha! Fuck yes! I'm good okay. at this. Uh, <laughs> number nine is also not on the crew. Not on the crew. Okay. Is he one of the supernovas? No. no. Damn. Is he a warlord? Uh, warlord, yes. Hawkeye. Buggy. No. Um, neither? So f- Bangkok. No, Hancock. 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 Hancock is number nine. Hancock. Okay. Okay. Uh, number eight is also not on the crew. Warlord or supernova? No, not a warlord. Not a supernova either. Some bitch. Admiral? Sorry, um, what was that, Arnold? Are they Admiral? Uh, no. No. They're a lady. No, it's a guy. Oh, are they a villain? No, actually. Oh, <laughs> bitch! Uh, <laughs> Were they at the, um, the auction? 
No. Uh, yes. Wait, yes. what? Which one? Ooh. Who? Who? Oh. The, more re- the more recent stuff, I think, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, if it's more recent, I don't know. Oh, if it's more recent, it's one of the characters from Wano? Uh, no, actually. Right, it's I'll a big character, the- but not one of the crew members or one of the warlords or one of the supernovas. Dragon? Uh, close. That's very close. Oh, it's um Sabo. It's Sabo, yeah. Uh, whatever. Mm, okay. uh, seven. <laughs> seven is our first crew member on the list. Chopper? No. More important than Chopper in some ways. Not the Chopper Usopp. is not very important. Rook! No, I'm joking. Get the no, fuck uh, out of uh, here. Neither, neither of those. Frankie? Uh, no, no, he's much higher. Um, Sanji has to be higher. Zoro. No, no Zoro's no, really no, high. No. Zoro's like one or two, I'm sure. Um, yeah, probably uh, like... Um, Robin? No, it's Nami. It's Nami, yeah. Okay. I honestly I like wanted this. it to be Nami, but I was like, no one picks Nami because she's the girl. Yeah, number seven is Nami. Uh, number six is uh, Arnold or I guess is actually Robin. Um, oh, man, that's just because people want to do Robin. Like, <laughs> like Robin don't even do anything in the show. <laughs> she really doesn't anymore. She's cool, but she doesn't do anything. She don't do anything. Okay, Robin's number six. Uh, five okay. is not a crew member again. Uh, Law. Law no, is five or four. It's not Law. Or three. He's probably the It's the character that they want to do too much stuff with. So not a crew member, but someone they want to do too much with? Yeah, they want to do too much with. It's the one you complain about a lot. Oh, wow. That's actually hard for One Piece because there's only a few people I really just complain about a lot in One Piece. It's not that you don't like him. It's that you... They, they 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 do stuff and you're like why why they gotta do this? Uh, are they they're not a supernova are they? No, they're not. Shit. I, I mean, don't, I, I don't I can know. Give this away and say they're not much of anything now, but that much. They're yeah. not. Oh, oh! <laughs> it's fucking Ace. Yes, Get that yes, yes, bitch yes. off this list. <laughs> hey man, come on. No! No, come on! <laughs> Fuck, like, the fucking Ace is the most overused fucking character in One Piece. Like, he is just there for memories. People remember the one twist in One Piece, and they're just like, I really like Ace. Get that fucking Texas gallon hat wearing ass motherfucker <laughs> out my goddamn anime. Man! Next question! <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. Number four. Mm. Last one who's not in the crew. That's Law. That's Law, yeah. That's so law. the other three go in order of Sanji, Zoro, Luffy, right? Yeah, Sanji, Zoro, Luffy. Yeah, Luffy. I knew it. <laughs> it literally goes in the order of the strongest in the crew. That's how all One Piece polls go. It's like, it, it goes... From Sanji the third, because Sanji's the third strongest, and people like him because he's a genuinely good character. Zoro, because he is quite literally anime incarnate. He's just a he swordsman. Is, he is distilled anime. He is a badass macho testosterone driven muscle swordsman. Who and I'll admit, Zoro's cool. Like I like looking at him fight. He's just boring. Um like if he has more personality than Zoro. Don't, this is not a diss to Hiei, but Hiei is supposed to be like the edgelord. Um, there's a problem. And then yeah. Luffy always wins because you can't hate Luffy. Like, Yeah, that's true. He's a lovable dork. 
doesn't fun. That guy. No. <laughs> well, you know, I am surprised that Chopper was not in the. I'm surprised too I'm surprised. that Chopper. But you know what? This list is basically sex and death. The <laughs> it only, really is. The only really reason is. Nami and Robin are in there, if we're honest, is because they're the hot characters. Hancock is in there because she's a hot character. Even though Hancock can kick people's ass, she's only in there because she's a hot lady. Nami yep. actually does really cool stuff, but people don't even regard her as useful to the crew because she doesn't fight. Yep. Um, they're all they're they're in there because Oda likes to draw big bazongas. Oda likes that money. Oda has outright said that he draws his lady sexy because it makes merchandise <laughs> and merchandise pays his bills. It's true. <laughs> Um, but all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, if that is all, oh, okay, cool. Let's jump into then our patch notes. Patch Notes is part of the podcast where we ask what we've been up to, what we've been watching. I'm going to throw it over to Justin JT. What you been up to? Um. So again, WandaVision caught back fully up to that. And uh, waiting on season finale next week. Things are getting very interesting with WandaVision. Spoilers if it's com- spoilers coming if you haven't um, watched it yet. It oh, let me take this spoilers. off my headphones real fast. <laughs> so they have introduced... A character that we all slightly know from either watching, it could have been X-Men, it could have been Avengers, the, all the little TV shows they had, or even Fantastic Four. But they have introduced Agatha, the witch, with the person in the comics who kind of helped train um, Scarlet Witch. So things are getting interesting by that. James, you can put your headphones back on now. <laughs> okay, wait, I think I heard that I can come back. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Cool. I did. I, I did the same thing actually. Because I, 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 um, you I told us on this show last time you were on here. So I'll admit, I hate, I hate Scarlet Witch, and I hate. I don't hate her. I don't like the actress they chose for Scarlet Witch. I'm more curious about if I'm going to enjoy the show, and my fiance wants to watch it, so I'm going to try to go in blind, to so have no judgments. Well, I have Google needs to stop spoiling shows, by the way. Oh, I, I just scroll movie. away. I just scroll away whenever they're doing anything. When it comes, they to need a tag that says these things I don't want spoiled. Stop mm-hmm. showing them to me. Yeah, yeah, completely. Although apparently that doesn't work very well because I've told Google six times now, stop giving me articles about Gina Carano, and yet it still does. <laughs> <laughs> um, like literally every time one pops up, I click it, I say not interested, and it still gives me. <laughs> but okay, cool. Anyway, cool. So what you, else have you been up to, Justin? Yeah, what else? Or has that been it? Um, that and what else has been going on? Um, well, earlier Arms did say the um, news about the Superman stuff. I, of course, we spoke on that already. Um, also, Resident Evil is getting a lot, Resident Evil Eight is picking up a lot of um traction lately. Heard about that? Reason. It's, it, and so Resident Evil is also partly why I have no issue in currently not having a PS5 because if I did, I would only be playing Spider-Man and Days Gone. So it's only two games, so I need three games to kind of get me through. Uh, so 
when Resident Evil 8 drops, Resident Evil Village, I plan to hopefully have a PS5 by then so I can properly play that game. And also, thinking about possibly even getting a PlayStation VR for it. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Just to kind of give myself a slight heart attack, you know? Okay, yeah, that will do it. <laughs> yeah, like my resting with the VR, I think that would be. Intense. I heard seven really intense. Though. That'll fuck me up. I get fucking scared playing Pokemon Snap at night. Like I'm just <laughs> 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 like, okay, real talk. On the on the commercial, it, they were showing it and it was dark, and I was like, they showed a hoot hoot, and the hoot hoot's eyes were red. I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what they need to do? Nintendo wants to make bank right now. Is when they come out with new Pokemon Snap, they need to release DLC at um, around Halloween. That's all ghost types. Oh, oh! Someone in Nintendo heard that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, okay, okay. But cool. Right. Um, and the last piece of news I do have for you, um, oh, yeah. for you gentlemen, is also with the MC, dealing with the MCU again mm-hmm. and movies. Well, MCU and movies coming up. So, of course, we have, you know, MCU started phase four, kind of WandaVision being the, the kind of main kickoff of that after Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, but they've also already announced, of course, the other movies that would be part of the ongoing phase four and into phase five parts of Marvel. So, that being said, we do know that we have Spider-Man's um, three title officially now. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was kind of interesting, right? Because didn't they do some like fake titles in in the setup for that? They did, they did. So now we do have the official new title for Spider Man, but all it is is literally a title. Doesn't really tell us anything. So they're keeping up more into that. They're keeping up with the and, home theme with that one too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying that apparently, so Doctor Strange, um sequel has already been filming and they and no news has really been coming out about that so people are saying they're really keeping that tight lip for a reason as in like this is a key movie for I guess the continuation of the phase force of Marvel if you're going to pull me back in to Marvel it's going to be with the Doctor Strange movie if you can pull that off because it's something different mm. like if you can I pull think like Doctor Strange huh I thought you didn't like Doctor Strange. No, I I don't love him. No, I don't. Like, as as a comic book, I do not like Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange in movie form and when he's interacting with other heroes. Doctor Mm. Strange is really good because when he's acting with other heroes, he comes off as, like, kind of higher-than-thou jerk because he deals with things they're not capable of understanding. Um And the movie version is done in a way that I'm interested in its execution. Um, the first movie wasn't spectacular, but I liked it. And I am I am bored with space. Like, I'm so sick of space with Marvel. And I'm so sick of, like, um, um, Josh Whedon-esque group dialogue so if i can get some like house level dialogue going on <laughs> with dr strange yeah. i'm 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 i won't be all in i'm done with disney and their expanded universe bullshit but i'll be more excited i'll be more excited mm-hmm. than i am now yeah and in time with that along with mcu again we all well i know you guys i don't know if you guys know who they've announced to be the next blade but it's uh Marshall Ali, or how you say his name, the 
you see his face, you'll recognize him. Um, he was in a few comic booky movies and also more serious roles. Um, but he will be playing Blade, and since we know that, you know, Disney being the, you know, cheap Monopoly bitches that they are, they bought Fox, so they now have also X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool, along with all everything else they ever wanted. And they did state Deadpool will be, continue to be rated R, but they said that currently is the only movie part of the MCU that is mm-hmm. listed to be rated R. And I don't know about you guys, but that made me feel awake. I'm like, you guys announced Blade, and you do know we know who Blade is, and we already have a whole three movies and TV series of Blade. You cannot give us a PG-13 movie of Blade at all, in any shape, form, or fashion. If they do that, I will personally burn the entire Marvel Studios down. <laughs> they're, destroying, okay. they're destroying... They're just trying to destroy the person and film that got them the money to create all these crap they're currently doing now. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just looked up this guy. I've seen him in quite a few things. This guy is like like a Golden Globe Award winning actor. Here's yeah. what you He's don't... He's a great actor. Here's that, help, help, this is what you don't do. You do not take a Golden Globe actor and make him play someone who needs to eat up the scenery with cheesy one-liners mm-hmm. as they kill vampires. Like, you you should get someone else. This guy is too... He's too much of an actor. Like, this guy... Like, if you ask this guy to play a cup, he'll play the cup. Like, he'll be a cup. Like, you can't... When you need a blade, you need someone like... Need well, Michael Jai White. That's, what, that's all the, that's the only person left they should have got was him. Michael Jai White. I think I know who you're talking about. Spawn. The guy who played Spawn. Oh, yeah. He would have been fine. Yeah. He would have been perfect because he can actually fight. He knows real martial arts. He would have been fine. Yeah, he would have been okay. Yeah, he. but he's also very, like, com- comical, you know. Um, but he is. He would be the best person. If you're doing a current Blade, he'd be the best person. He's hammy. He's hammy yeah. enough. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. Just don't know, but we'll yeah. see. And my last bit of news deals with movies as well, just not MCU movies. These movies are movies that HBO Max is killing the game with. Oh, God. <laughs> Kong versus King Kong versus Godzilla. And all, well, that will be coming out at the end of March. Of course, we have Justice League, the Snyder Cut, will be coming out, I believe, in the next two weeks. I believe it's like March 17th, 17th, something like that, possibly. Mm-hmm. And also, shortly after that, we get Mortal Kombat. And I don't know if you guys have seen these trailers for Mortal Kombat, but boy, we're in for a treat. <laughs> oh my god. We're about, to, we're, about to get, we're about to get some real Mortal Kombat stuff on the big screen. This is this pure Justin distilled beautiful. down, everyone, so you're hearing this. I am used to this. Um, I, I guess I don't like HBO Max. Um, for why these, not? okay. Here's why I don't like HBO Max. <clears throat> HBO is they make perfect popcorn bullshit, and there's nothing wrong with them making that. But 
they are essentially trying to monopolize everything to their area if that makes sense they're just buying up contracts and stuff to do stuff with and that's what i have a problem with um they're not producing anything on their own um and that makes me a little upset it's kind of the same thing that's happening with funimation and crunchyroll with anime um well well i would say movie wise they're you're not really producing stuff on their own because of the whole wb that's and that's not on hbo that's HBO taking advantage of what Warner Brothers well, yeah. to miss out on movies. So okay, but you're right. HBO Warner is Brothers is a whole other their own, their own you know HBO content like how they give us HBO original series. They yeah, they're still but their doing content that. Usually sucks. Like <laughs> I, okay, hear me out here. Hear me out here. I see what you're saying. <laughs> HBO still is a dick to me, but you're right. Warner Brothers is also a dick. Like. <laughs> Warner Brothers yeah. is also very bad at what they're doing. Um, I I never care about anything that HBO produces enough to care fully about. But because you, you brought that... Oz. <laughs> uh, I, I watched some of Oz. I didn't watch enough Oz, actually. I never got around to watching. I wanted to. Um, but, like, here's the thing. Okay. And this is a small um, side note on that. We didn't mention it in the news. But... It's the same thing that Nickelodeon and Paramount are doing with their cartoon shows. They're planning on making like a an anime um, avatar or animated avatar expanded universe. Then they already do that with Legend of Korra, basically. They try, yeah, they and it failed because you can't you can't make an expanded universe about a person that dies and reincarnates. You just make the next one. You can't expand. You, it's you make JoJo's. right. You make JoJo's, but you don't. They don't do it well. Me and uh, me and my fiance were talking about that because we were bitching about it, and we she tried to remember what happened in Korra, and she couldn't. She was like, "Did it? This happen?" I was like, "Yeah, no, baby, that was in season two. And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, season two was so bad. Your brain only remembered two episodes, like in like." Avatar was lightning in a fucking bottle. It's like the Batman animated series. You'll never do it again if you try to. You you can't force this. You can't force it can't into the right. You can't, and it's it's the same thing. It's Full Metal Alchemist. You can't you can't make the perfect show knowingly. You have to. And goes, We're gonna make the perfect show. Right. And, and I feel HBO, a lot of the things they're doing is trying to do that. And, and I'll be fair to HBO. They're not the only company trying to do that. By far, they're not the only one. It's just all these companies doing it, it's just getting on my fucking nerves. Like, if I'm honest with you, Justin, like, it's HBO is just another target of my rage. It's just like, <laughs> it's like they're doing it fucking... Um, um, Disney's doing it with all the Marvel and D, um, um, Star Wars shit. Um, DC tries to keep up with it. Like, I want to respect Netflix, but then they lose all their anime. They're just like, here, just take it from us. It's like, <laughs> it's like Netflix. What? Like, what are you doing? Like, the only well, people. They're losing JoJo. And what was the other they're losing they're JoJo losing and almost like 80% of Hunter x Hunter. Like, Sheesh. like, it's just like, what why why would you do this you're not trying and don't get me wrong netflix gets new anime but they don't get good anime 
Like, like they get some weird ass shit. There's one that popped up today, and I was like, what is this? Like, so it's just, I'm tired of the over-purchasing and over-saturation and stuff. Nothing seems to be well thought out. And I think that's what annoys me. This is not talking about Mortal Kombat, actually. Mortal Kombat is probably actually going to be kind of fun. It's it's Mortal Kombat. Like, Please don't look at the trailer. Please. <laughs> I, I think I did. Actors in it? Why would Dragon? they be in it? No, I'm just wondering. Cameos. They old now. They could maybe with like because I know you got Shang Tsung still alive. Yeah. Oh, he would be good if he was back. Yeah, they actually did put a costume, didn't they, of Shang Tsung from the movie in the most recent Mortal Kombat? Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Okay, if he's in it, if the guy who plays Shang Tsung is back in it, I'll watch that because that dude ate up all the scenery. Like, the only when he I does saw that in the game too. Yeah, when I saw the trailer, the only complaint I have about the trailer is who they cast for Jax. I just don't feel they, like you can never do Jax, like right? Jax. That's who their guy, um, um, Ja. He should be Jax. Yeah, he should have been Jax. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, it, in the I don't know if you guys remember the web series they did on YouTube. I saw some of that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he was Jax in that, and he was good. Like I don't understand why they don't won't want to pay him or make him do these roles he's meant to do. They want younger actors. That's really honestly the answer. Like, mm-hmm. Fair they, enough. They want younger actors and it's just, you. yeah, you get people who try too hard. But I'll admit I can, I I have access to HBO content. So, <laughs> I'm okay. Justin knows about this. But like, <laughs> so like, you know, I can watch it. I just, I, I want more stuff um i guess in a way that's more perchable like savvy but anyway that's a rant um but yeah okay um that's all i have for news today cool 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 i'll let um dustin arnold do their passions i'll go last since i ranted uh i've only done one thing okay (laughs) go for it i ain't do a lot of this go ahead (laughs) uh i beat the viscount in darkest dungeon Okay, cool. I know you are uh, in the uh, in a really hard DLC. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna show you a picture because this guy's ugly as hell, and I want you to see how ugly this man is. We're gonna get a live react here. Oh God, he is ugly. Uh, <laughs> he has like three um, hanging bodies in the boss fight that he eats. Uh, you have to. Um, they 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 give him buffs, but also debuffs, which is like the you know the counter to it. He's not fun to fight, though. He's Are you supposed awesome. to try to entice him to eat the, the debuff one? No, you. He all of them have debuffs, and all of them have buffs. Oh. Um, it just depends on uh, what he which, one, one, he which eats. one he eats. Yeah. Uh, one of them is, like, mainly he eats and he heals. Mm. Um, but the focus of the fight is you just want to kill the body. That's what I figured. Yeah, that's I what I like, figured. Is this going to be one of those fights you got to destroy the little bits mm-hmm. like you do in, like, this is some sort of Final Fantasy game? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you got you to do it quick, though, because he, he can move... Uh, usually in like one round, like one person moves one time, but since he's a boss, he can move three times. He can do three different moves. Oh, okay. And he, okay. he inflicts a lot of bleed. So you want to kill the bodies fast. DLC. <laughs> Bleeding. Okay. Uh, but you also, it's also a good thing because if you bleed him, he takes damage every time he goes. So Nice. Okay. But yeah, that wasn't that wasn't fun. But hey, guess what? No one's cursed anymore until I, you know, the Viscount, not the Viscount. Uh, the Countess is the last boss. 
I've actually seen that final boss. It does not look fun. <laughs> it's the darkest dungeon. I'm you have to tell us how that goes when you fuck that one. But yeah, that's 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 really it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Dustin. To give people that, just real quick, uh, to <laughs> give an idea, that that dungeon is fucking long. <laughs> it is a long. I showed James. It is. It's a dungeon. long dungeon. I saw it. I showed him only long. half of it. James, you only saw half of it. Nah, son. I got enough long ass games to play. I don't need that. That shit was so annoying, but it's okay. Well, it's not okay because I got Walmart, but that's mm-hmm. it. Then I can focus on the. Eight other bosses, which won't be as long, and then the darkest dungeon, then bam. Okay, okay. Dustin, what you been up to? Um, watching more Outlaw Star finally. Outlaw um, Star. Got to yeah, the yeah. episode to introduce uh, Twilight Tezuka, and I forgot how cool she is because she's crazy samurai lady. <laughs> yeah, I like her. She's cool. I say crazy in a sense of she cuts. Buses in half with the wooden sword. She is a little bit out there. Like she doesn't think about the consequences of a lot of her actions before mm-hmm. she does them. Also kills people only at a certain time of day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love yeah. I love Outlaw Star. So yeah, I forgot how until I was watching that episode with her. I forgot how Wuja uh, Wuja uh, the uh, that series is like it's yes. the, like some of the yes. martial arts stuff and the Tao magic and yeah. all that going on. It's very much a martial artsy space western at the same time. It's very. I, I mean, so is so Bebop because what one of the best one of the coolest things about Bebop is the the fight scenes where he uses G like yeah like yeah. It's it's definitely based around that, and I was talking with uh, a kiddo the other day about Outlaw Star. I love it, even though it's, it's in so bad. It's it's up there. It's in my top 20 anime, even though it ends so bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really I really enjoy it. It's pretty awesome. Um, but cool. Glad you have heard it. Um... For me, I've been I've been playing video games, but I won't go too much into it because I've I've like played maybe an an a, a, an entire uh, of two hours of video games this whole week because I've been pretty busy. But um, I have continued watching Star versus the Forces of Evil on Disney Plus. I like it. I I see they're starting to make a story now in the. <laughs> in the um complete show so far it's fine um i think a couple of characters have been too much reduced to their meme personalities but it's still fine it's still it's still a disney cartoon it's no better or no worse than anyone that's come before it so far um the whole concept is that star has always battled monsters and monsters have always battled her but there's a point where she's reading a history book about the great monster massacre war on their Mew Dependence Day. And um, um, Carlos reads the book, the kid in the show, and he's like, there's something up with your book. Like, this seems really unfair. Like, the monsters have no weapons at all. And the 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 mutants are like like slaughtering them. And so she has to reevaluate her people's history and she's feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it. Um, I assume they're going to touch back on it. 
If they don't, I think that will be the only big flaw of this show is that they introduce a concept and never come back. Mm-hmm. Um, which I is, mean, you know what they say? The war is, you know, only written by the victor. Well, yeah, yeah history, history is only written by the victor. That is absolutely correct. It's true. And so, like, I, I'm curious of how they'll do that. But even then, a show doesn't always have to answer every question. You know, we literally keep paying J.J. Abrams to make shit. So clearly, you don't need answers. But, like, um, <laughs> like it's that's about the only flaw I see so far. So far, it's still funny. I'm still enjoying it. It's a fucking Disney cartoon. Um, people, I think people read way, I think because it came after Gravity Falls, people mm. were expecting this deep, deep. Yeah, Gravity circuit. Falls is really good, right? It's yeah, lightning it in a bottle. Kind of Gravity Falls is one of the best shows I've seen, period. But like, it's, it's still, it's lightning in a fucking bottle. You can't do Gravity Falls again after that. You can't make it amazing show and try mm, um outside of that though i have been reading god of high school the <laughs> okay don't go a because it ain't good a <laughs> i just know it's on netflix i only seen like two episodes not to oh it's on netflix all. now yeah thank god i don't have to i only gotta keep reading it uh, okay. Here's you know what happens. You're gonna be like, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, <laughs> I know, I already know. So I went into this. I've been wanting to read and watch God of High School for years. Like I've known about this for quite some time, and I wanted to know if it was good. So I've been reading it. If you want me to like your your <laughs> show, your shown, oh, you're fine. Your very shonen show. Two things you don't do. One, you don't make your character, your main character, unlikable. You don't make him Goku like in Dragon Ball Super when we're starting off in the same area of Goku as a child. Like, the main character in God of High School, he's a fucking beast. Like, people like to throw around Mary Sue a lot. And they they usually use it diminutively against women characters unfairly. Let me point you to the main character in God of High School. He is literally written how characters are written that I wrote in my stories when I was 12. It was like, (laughs) he has this power and he was about to lose, but he remembered that his grandfather taught him a death technique for this exact attack that this guy does. Oh, this guy's really powerful. And so to demonstrate that he's powerful, he's going to attack the character. But I don't want my character to seem weak, so he still gets in a lucky kick on that guy. And it's just like, what the actual fuck is writing this? A computer? Like, it's it's annoyingly, it's annoyingly stupid how powerful this guy is. Like, Yusuke, Goku, Naruto... Ichigo, Gon, like all Yugi fucking Moto. He literally has a a cheat sheet of a god in his brain struggled more than this dude ever struggles. Ever struggles. It's dumb. And he's supposed to be Goku. How do I know this, you ask? Well, I know they start calling him Monkey later on, and his clothes are the inverted color of Goku, and he's really cocky, and he was trained by his grandfather, who just happened to find him. It's like, ah! Um, anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, maybe animated it's better. Maybe animated it's better. Because Attack on Titan is written like hot garbage too. But if you show me enough pretty colors, even my over-analytical brain will shut off. Um, so, I don't know. I'm going to check it out. Much here to break down. Can't handle it. Uh, yeah, I don't like a lot of Bonwa that are on Webtoons. I'm starting to notice. And this is... I know I just griped and bitched the whole time. I don't think this is so bad that no one can enjoy it. I I think it's for... Uh, I can't even say it's for people who like good fight scenes. Just but say who it is, It's But it's not hot garbage. It's, it's average. It's just average. It's, it's not even average, man. Like It's, it's good like, average. It's good average. It's it's a good average. That's what it is. Like I'd rather watch Metabots. What? Sorry. Two episodes from it. And, it's, and from what I've seen, it's a good average. It it's, doesn't make me go, oh, I gotta see it. But it does make me go. I think it's the main character, if I'm honest. I think he rubs me really bad. Because there's a, there's a karate guy in it. He's awesome. The the tall karate dude, I really love his character because he actually has a reason for me to root for him. Like, I care. I care about this guy. I even kind of care about the stupid girl character that he just threw in because they're like, uh, I guess we need a girl in here. Um, that's, like, written poorly, too. Like, her whole thing is, do I want to carry around my dad's wooden sword? I don't know. Maybe you do. You're a teenager. You don't know what the fuck you want. But, like, you know, I, like... I, the <laughs> the 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 dude that's trying to help his friend who has um cancer he's awesome in watching him fight is awesome the main character th- i told dustin this just so y'all know the main character has these sleep bandages over his head like little things you put on your eyes so you can sleep a little sleep mask and it's it's clearly done to look cool. It's fine. I watch Digimon. I know what goggles on the head looks like, and it's fine. And sometimes he'll pull it over because he's like, you know, I'm too cool and too powerful to pay attention. Let me put things in my eyes. But sometimes he'll be having in the manga. I don't know if this is in the anime yet. In the manga, <laughs> this bitch is having a full on conversation. No mask on his eyes. He's standing up right. The next, the next panel, he's still mid conversation. He has knelt down into the floor like, like the the Japanese thug squatting position, with one patch over his eye, and he's raising the other one as if he's talking, as if it was already on. Uh, it's the little things, people, that get to me. <laughs> it's just why would you have a conversation and you just been down Goku doesn't do this if Goku doesn't do it you're not allowed if Goku and Luffy don't do it you can't do it you can't do stupid things that the dumbest characters in anime don't do it. Um, but now I'm going to watch the anime because Justin told me it's on Netflix and I've been looking for it actually if I'm honest I wanted to watch the anime I never wanted to read it um, because I did see one scene so I'm hoping it's great Anyway, rant over. Let's jump into our key items.
items for today is discussing the big system, the PlayStation competitor. We can also include the Sega. The PlayStation competitor. The we can include the Sega Saturn, but let's be real. Sega Saturn was not competition. Even Sega forgot about the Sega Saturn. Um We are talking about the Nintendo 64, also colloquially and lovingly known as the N64. Now, before we jump into all of our nostalgia about this system, there's some things I wanted to bring up for everyone listening and for you guys that I found was very interesting. Some of it's not actually interesting. Some of it's just stats. Just just work with me, people. Um, It was released in Japan June 24th, 1996. And in September 29th of that year um, in the U.S. It is, and I knew this actually, it is the last major console to be released that used cartridges before the Switch. It was the very last one. We will get into that, actually, because the cartridge, my people, is a very interesting factor in the N64. It, of course, was named the N64 because its processor was Um, Mm 64-bit. They named it that way. It was developed, actually, from a studio known as Silicon Graphics, Inc. by a guy named Jim Clark, who actually tried to sell this to Sega at the beginning but a bunch of issues happened, and Sega just didn't want it. And I want to say, don't quote me on it, that they also were trying to sell it to the PlayStation or Sony at the time. But Nintendo just outbid it or just got it in advance. And that is why they got that technology. And it was actually called like the Reality Graphics Technology, and that's why it's called Project Reality. Um, the N64's original name was Project Reality. And the development actually started in 1993, um, three years way before it was released. Uh, I want to get into the the cartridges and sales of the N64 because this was interesting. I looked into this. So N64 as a platform, as a physical platform, was highly praised. Um, as a matter of fact, it was... So well regarded physically, they used it to insult the PlayStation. People were like, because it uses cartridges and because it's such a robust system, and if you have your N64 still, you pick that joker up, it's it's sturdy. Um, it is a system with, like, heft. Yeah. if They said that it's really good for the more rowdy, rough kids play. And I do agree with that. Because I used to just yoink the shit out of my cartridges from the N64. There was no ceremony or grace to it. I would just yank that joker out with, like, no regard for its safety. But if you put a PlayStation disc in, you did it all gingerly and, like, delicately. Don't want to scratch the disc. Yeah, you don't want to scratch the disc. You don't want to slam the cover down or anything like that. And the cartridge system... Um, allowed for that. The cart system allowed for that, and that's one of the key selling points. It's also, N64 was one of the first systems to have a four-person port in great, integrated into the system. So, meaning you can play with four people. Um, but, and this is the weird thing, and as far as sales go, sales were huge for the N64. Like, people were selling out everything. It was, no, it, was it was, it was, it was, huh? 
I would say phenomenal. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And actually, it was originally supposed to be priced as $300, $299, but it went down to $199 because it had to keep up with the Sega Saturn and PlayStation prices. Um, and actually, they were supposed to release it in spring, but they decided not to because they needed to work on some stuff. And it's rumored that Nintendo did that strategically to get people hyped. They're like, hmm, got this great new system coming for you, but uh, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and if I'm if I'm honest, it is Nintendo's strategy overall. They yeah. tend to say, oh, we, "Hey, remember Breath of the Wild too? We have no news for it. We have no news. Come back later. Don't worry." <laughs> um, and it's a smart strategy. You want to make some money. That's how you do it. Um, however, the same thing that made it sell well, the cart system and the physical heftiness of it, was actually something that I, when while reading about. I've now realized just how much Nintendo made Sony popular. People always mm-hmm. talk about Sony being a great business company, and that's why the PlayStation is so popular. No, right. it's mostly because Nintendo shot itself in the foot several times. <laughs> um, after looking into this, um, people... Third-party developers did not want to make video games for the Nintendo 64 most of the time because making stuff for the cart system, the cartridges, was too expensive for them. And that happened. And because of that, a lot of JRPG games, and people who play PlayStation know this, started coming over to the PlayStation. Now, because of that, in Japan... Where, the, where Sony began its reign of terror, it was literally because JRPGs were not on the N64. If you want your systems to succeed globally and you're starting in Japan, just make sure JRPGs can come to it. I have yes. noticed this with every system success and every system failure. It's why the Nintendo Switch and the DS and everything else did so well. Because of the JRPG. Um, And because of that, that's actually... Nintendo 64 sales were always still good. They just weren't as good as they could be. And they went down a little bit. Was because of the lack of third-party developers. Which the PlayStation had a lot more of, actually. PlayStation had far less Sony-exclusive games than they had third-party games. But that Mm -hmm. opens up more variety for people to play. While Nintendo, which has honestly really fully embraced the first party systemness of itself, um, right. at the earlier times, however, it gave Sony a foothold into its development process. And that's why the PlayStation got so big. Because the price was the same, the physical structure of Nintendo 64 was better. I know this because I literally had a broken PlayStation because someone stepped on it. People have. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. Um, Justin was there. <laughs> Justin witnessed this event. <laughs> it's not funny. There was my little brother was in the room and um, his friend was there. Um, and three of my friends, including Justin, was there. And he got upset. My brother's little friend got upset because I don't even fucking remember. Something happened. He got mad and we had the PlayStation open. We were changing out the disc and he stepped 
into the open disc area of the PlayStation. Oh, no. that sounds so bad. He damaged it's it's real bad. He damaged the it was done. It was done. Yeah, it was done. It I was could done. only play certain video games for a few minutes, maybe an hour or so, like once or twice a week, because my PlayStation would take almost two hours to run the game well. Wow. So, and it disrupted. So when I played Mega Man Legends 2, it took me twice as long to play it as other people because it kept dying and I had to save like very regularly. Like, um, and it actually, it actually is what kept me from playing a lot of JRPGs on the PlayStation because I just couldn't get games. Like, why would I pay for games? You know, um, if, play on limited time, right? Very slowly. So I had a good number of games that I did play, you know, on my PlayStation, but it took long periods of time. It was very heavily damaged, and so the the PlayStation was not robust. It was a weak system, and then honestly, most Sony systems aren't fully robust. I think maybe the PS3 is kind of robust. Um, but that is a big factor that played into it. Um, but yeah, those are all the factual data things I thought would be interesting for people who don't know. But now, fuck that noise. It's about to get nostalgic and we're about to talk about some <laughs> shit. Um, anyone can go. We can round robin this shit like what did you like about the Nintendo 64? Um, if you didn't like something, feel free. Games, it, it just go. Zonker. Everyone's being polite. I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> I'll mention, actually, let's start off with one that we can all talk about, we all know about. It was the one that first taught us that you can beat the fuck out of Yoshi and I feel bad about it. Super Smash Brothers! That game was fun, uh, <laughs> but I remember very clearly the commercials for that. I think I linked one to y'all. Earlier. Yes, the, the, the little the, the original like, one when they yeah they started happy dancing and then next thing you know, bow someone gets hit. I remember somebody, like, knocks a chair over somebody Yoshi's head or something. I remember that commercial because it freaked me out. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" I was like, "I, was like, I didn't know they could get this violent with each other." Um, right, that was amazing then. <laughs> yeah, easily one of the best like fighting game commercials ever designed. Um, Super Smash Brothers for me was really good for what it brought to Nintendo sixty four, um, and that was like that good party element. Um, up until then, I don't think Nintendo was known as like a group party system. Right. Yeah, I don't think it was. I mean, you had a little bit like Mario Kart, but I don't really remember Mario for the SNES all that well. Yep. It was really big on 64. The kart Mm -hmm. racers were what started popping off really well on the N64. And stuff like Mario Party and that whole four controller system. Um it made it a lot easier because everyone could come play on the same system. And this is another strength of the cart, like having a cartridge. Everything is saved on that cartridge. So, Well, not, not everything. 
not everything, but a large portion of what's on your the, your cartridge worked as your hard drive essentially um, for the game, and that was a bonus to having that cart system and being able to play with friends. Um, you could bring whatever game you wanted to play. So, for instance, I had Mario Tennis, and if I wanted to beat the shit out of Justin playing it, I would bring I would bring it over. I would bring it over to his house, and we would play it. It was it was one of the few games I could beat a lot of people in because we would eventually <laughs> end, we would eventually. I was I was really good at that fucking game. Um, um, and so like you could bring it and play, but if Justin wanted to come and do the same to me and Goldeneye over at my house, he could bring it. Um, and it's one of those things. Um, I also Our just feel Ob job is uh, is portable. Oh yeah, Odd job is portable. Um, but you can also, I think another thing of Strength of Smash, outside of it exploding into one of the biggest selling video games of all time, um, it helped introduce us to other areas of characters. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about the whole Marth and Fire Emblem thing that everyone brings up, but like, let's be real people. It, they really introduced us to Ness. Like, yeah, they did. Um, like, yeah. I didn't They're... know what Earthbound was until... Good. Yeah, until yeah. Smash, because mm. I was like, who the hell is this little kid? <laughs> I have not seen any game that I have. He's in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know some people that were big fans of Earthbound, but they're a little older than I am. Mm -hmm. um, and so they could appreciate it more, I think, when it was out. But mm -hmm. a lot of people I know didn't even know what Earthbound was until Smash. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know it. James yeah. had to tell me about it. I didn't know Ness at all. <laughs> yeah. And I only knew Earthbound because I had passed the cover in Blockbusters as a kid. Yeah, and the cover told you very little. It had the yeah. the uh, the dude. I'm trying to remember what that guy's name is. It's the the like alien. Yeah, that's that's all it was. And so like it's it's that and the scratch and sniff strategy guide. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are more of the highfalutin gamer, I am sorry. We are referring to Mother Three. Um, <laughs> Anyway, or, is that or was that the first mother? I don't actually remember. I don't know. I got one mother, so like she's <laughs> a handful. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, but like, um, like kind of like going into some more video games. Um, I have a list here, and we can talk as much as we want, or little as we want on it. And if we want to later on go down other games, I'm just going to mention some. Um, there's Jet Force Gemini, which I think I only played that once. That's because you let me borrow it. Yes, Jet Force Gemini. Oh, sorry. Just a quick thing. It's yeah. Mother Two. Oh, it's Mother Two. I, 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 I okay. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, Jet Force Gemini was a game that I played with a friend, largely as the second player. Now, why does that matter, you all ask me? Oh, of course so. There's a game that has three great characters in it. Why do you care if you're second? Well, let me tell you. Jet Force Gemini was the Sonic 2 of its time, where one person essentially played the main character and did all the work. I, the cool people. The cool mm. people, and you played a motherfucker named Floyd. Floyd looked... Like a PlayStation 4 controller with a face and a helicopter head. And you just shot lasers. 
That was your whole thing. And they had like four or five Floyd missions you could do. <laughs> that this, sounds like the, the Super Mario Galaxy second player. where you Yes. Just, you're a reticle and you just shoot star bits at people. Yes. It's like, why even add it? Um, don't get me wrong. Jeffers Gemini was a great game by Rare at the time. It's one of the more underrated games. It was like, it was literally like a precursor to Halo, in my opinion. Like, even the ant monsters look like um, Covenant creatures. Um, it was also a very gory game. Like, you could dismember the creatures that you shot up um, on the on the N64. It was pretty awesome, honestly. Like, if they ever redid it, I'd buy it. Um, there's also... I put, like, Star Wars Episode One Racer. I didn't like it, but I was just wondering mean, if other people enjoyed yeah, it. racing game? Yeah. Okay, I, own that. I actually own that game. So, Dan, um, you say it isn't pod racing? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what were you saying, Dustin? That game was actually kind of interesting because I don't know why, but the N64 era seemed to be a time where racing games were, like, the rage. Because you had yeah. Mario Kart. You had... Diddy Kart. Um, Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong Racing. You had all the arcade games that got ports to the N64 yep. at that time, like Cruising USA and all mm-hmm, those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had also like F-Zero, I think, when they're good F-Zero title for the N64. I think there was. Yes, there was. There was Hydro in- Thunder. Hydro Thunder, yep. Hydro, Hydro Thunder, Thunder, F-Zero. Uh, Wave Race. Yep. Wave Race. Twisted Metal was in that era on the PlayStation. Kids. Yep, Twisted Metal. Like, it was... It was the N64 had a lot of racing games. Um, and again, I think that comes back down to that four, <laughs> that four player controller port. Like, you could I think have that. And sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, what were you going to say? I think that and the advent of like good 3D graphics made that was good by, by the sense at the time. And you could actually tell what things were. I think that made racing games appeal because you could yes. do it. Racing game, like you had YouTube. depth perception essentially, like you had a field of vision and depth perception. In 2D racers, you could never see like how far you had to go. down or in a weird, like upward angle. Like, uh, oh, what was that one game that was like a really old, uh, arcade game, racing game that was like a dirt track thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of what you're talking yeah, about. I'll, I'll look that up it. later. There was okay. one, there was one, so. Yeah. yeah, but it, that's what we had until we started getting the good 3D, 3D yeah. racing type. Yeah, um, yeah. Going a little bit away from GoldenEye shooters, there was Torok. Mm-hmm. Yep, Torok. Torok. Oh, go ahead, Justin. Where are you going? Torok. No, I was agreeing with you for Torok. Yeah, that was a really good shooter because it was, it was outside the realm of what you had. It was basically now that I think about it, it was a pre- precursor for like Far Cry. You had like a more environmental shooter, like mm-hmm. where you had a bow yeah. and you were in a non non traditional um, urban environment where you were like in the jungle and stuff like that. Um, I played Torak a little bit. I never got really into it, but it was neat. It had like a Tarzan aesthetic to it. It really did. Yeah, um, Donkey Kong sixty four, like. I love Donkey Kong. It was so great that it had you had to change the expansion pack. Um, pack. Yes, so let's get into the expansion pack for a minute. The also, ex- the Rumble pack. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get into that too. 
So the expansion pack, for those of you who don't know, was a memory increaser. So the the N64 had four megabytes of memory. Just wrap your little non-millennial heads four, around that. Four um, megabytes. Megabytes. Gigabytes. Nine gigabytes. Mega. So when you bitch about your games not having enough prettiness and stuff, then we used to use four megabytes to get by. Um, in the expansion pack, jump that sucker up to a whopping eight megabytes. <laughs> eight megabytes of memory. And it actually allowed you to... Like, it improved the resolution rate and the buffering rate, essentially, to play a lot of video games. And it worked to... Um, extend the ram in the game for games like donkey kong 64 and of course legend of zelda majora's mask which both these games would be sold with um i love donkey kong 64 as well i played a lot of it i know people like to retroactively hate it but i played this shit well it's a busy work game like If you break it down, it's all about, like, just farming and stuff like that. Um, like, you go and you get bananas, and you go do this, and you go do that, and it takes a lot it's of stuff a, to do stuff. It's so. a collectible game, man. Yeah, it's a collectible. If they don't want to play it, then don't play it. Yeah, it's a collectathon, but, like, yeah, no, I agree. That was a big title in the N64 time. Yes. Collectathons. Let's, let's, let's. Do that with DK. We did that with what was Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Kazooie Two, Banjo Tooie, and Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, like it's like um, the Mario sixty four had a little bit of that going. A little bit. It was more of the traditional way of Mario um, doing. Well, you know what? Um, while we're talking about games like on the N sixty four, oh, I was going to say, let's just talk about like the game the on game. the N sixty four. Yeah, the game. Justin, would you like to correct them now about the game on the N64? The game of N64? The game. Like, huh? You said GoldenEye? GoldenEye Smash. <laughs> I, to- I toss you gold and you don't. Mario 64, man. <laughs> he I'm tossed sorry. some gold. He I'm gave sorry. you back he copper. Did. He did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mario 64. Yes, Mario 64 is the game of of 64. I'd argue. I argue it's the game of that console generation. Like I can't say that because you got Smash. No, Smash was good. It really was. But Mario 64 transformed the gaming cosmos. Like, we had never had a 3D platformer that did it that well before. Like, True. it mm-hmm. took Mario and just literally made it 3D. And I know people love, again, people love to retroactively shit on stuff. But, like, Mario 64, we would not be here in gaming if it wasn't for Mario 64. The same way we wouldn't be here in gaming if it wasn't for Super Mario. Are the Mario games? Yeah, Mario is essentially what Halo was for Xbox. I'd say even fucking bigger than Halo. Like, it did lead everything. To I yeah, I can't itself. think of I can't think of any game. Um, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I can't think of any game that did what Mario did for its platform the way it did it. Maybe Street Fighter Two. Maybe. 
And even then, like Street Fighter Two was more of a success for the arcade. Right. It was. It was. I cannot think of a single video game currently that just like sold people Pac-Man. on the system. Pac-Man. Um, yeah, it, not just sold Ooh. it's on the system, sold its concept as a game to future gaming generations. Like, it, there is like Mario. I don't know, man. Have you seen Tim Rogers, Pac-Man? All other games are just Pac-Man. You know that Tim Rogers is like ninety percent up his own ass, right? <laughs> like, I but I I'm love ingredients to every other good. I game I like love it. Tim Rogers. He's one of my favorite people to listen to on YouTube, and he is great and very knowledgeable about his work. But sometimes Tim Rogers, Tim, I don't even think he's unknowingly doing it. Sometimes Tim Rogers writes <laughs> shit. Just like I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna put this down here because it sounds like it. Um, but. Um, no, and I, but like, Pac-Man is one of the, the greatest video games as well, but Mario 64 was just brilliantly done. Just the fact that I spent more time, and I'll be honest, I spent more time in Mario 64 running around the castle than I did being in the levels. Like, Same, true, I'm yeah, honest. Yeah, true. Like, it just, yeah, 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 ha, like that stuff <laughs> was all I did. Like, and that's why I have it on the Switch. So I'm with you. <laughs> um, yeah, my fiance is like, maybe I should get it before it's gone. And I was like, if you want, yeah, it goes away in like five days. Oh, five days. It's either like early in March or middle March or something like that. Okay. You know, it, it's leaving soon. I'll let her know. Um, but yeah, like it is. It it's the N64. I think it's what put the N64 on the map. I know Smash was brilliant. I think Smash has led its own legacy separate from Mario. But I think Super Mario 64 is what you couldn't find. I don't care how many good JRPGs was on the PlayStation. I don't care how many dark video games was on there. You could not find a game that could do what Super Mario did as well as it did. Um... I mean, a lot of don't. Uh, no, I don't know because I didn't play Banjo Kazooie. But wasn't like I've heard that Banjo Kazooie was, <laughs> was supposed to be like even better than the Mario's. Who the fuck told you that? Oh, um, what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Banjo Kazooie is a great game if you like collectathons, mind you, um, okay. and if you like really funny humor. But. Gameplay wise, like maneuverability, expansion of the three dimensional world in a platforming manner that also allows you to strategize but move at a fast pace, Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. gets blown out the fucking water by Mario. And not even in a way that says Banjo Kazooie sucked. They are two different platformers. Banjo Kazooie is largely about the puzzles and how to execute your abilities. Mario, yes. yeah, it's well. Go ahead, Dustin. I was gonna say, yeah, there's definitely a lot more emphasis the upgrades and the abilities, and that's something that Rare did with Donkey Kong sixty four. Does that too with the different Kongs? Yeah, and what they can do, like, oh, this puzzle requires Blanky Kong. This puzzle requires Chunky Kong. Mm-hmm. Not the abomination. Like, <laughs> if you don't get off Lanky's dick, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Lanky Kong 
is just fine with his lanky ass. What you got against Lanky Kong, Arnold? Tell tell your grievances right now, you orangutan (laughs) racist. What what do you got against my boy? Is it because he wears overalls? Do you not like the working class? Is, is that right. what you're saying? I you, don't like the working class. You one percenter. All y'all suck. You get gooder one percenter. <laughs> you don't like it that this man, the fastest way he can run is on his hands. It's a fucking allegory for life, motherfucker. <laughs> He's the only Kong that moves faster by looking at the Earth. <laughs> I feel like this is this is a quote from this episode. He is he is always a metaphor for life. He is always and you know what? He looks the most awkward. He moves the strangest, but he's the happiest out the crew because he just wants his Kong brethren to be happy. Meanwhile, you are supporting the one percenter CEO, Donkey Kong himself, as he runs around with his shotgun shooting up an endangered species. You know know that Arnold is is the Diddy Kong. (laughs) My boy Diddy Kong over there. What do you mean, James? Oh! Oh, so you're okay with the gentrifying woke bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I am a tiny supporter. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, actually, my favorite out of Chunky Kong 64 is definitely uh, Chunky Kong. Chunky Kong is cool. I like Chunky Chunky, Kong. Chunky Kong with his self-consciousness and him being like the biggest (laughs) dude. But he's like, I don't don't know. Yeah, I don't know about it. Donkey Kong 64 was a great game. Um, it was. Star Fox. Oh, yeah, that's a good... Oh, you want to talk about the game you never let me borrow? <laughs> you went out. You want to say that again? Say it again. I said, you want to talk about the game you never let me borrow? <laughs> I never what? It went out again. <laughs> yeah, it did. It oh, my it. God. That makes me so mad. Oh, I said, um, the game you never let me borrow. <laughs> This is like self-censoring here. You can't say those words, James. Did it go out again? Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just type it up. I'm going to say it one more time. The game you never let me borrow. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. It's censored out three Game was 64. Oh. uh, Yes. Star Fox. No. No it one because it wasn't mine. It was, it was Max's. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. So let's let's do talk about Star Fox sixty four. Um, first off, Star Fox sixty four was one when like I believe the original birthplace of memes. Like, yes. oh, use yeah, the boost it. to get through. use the, the boost roll. to get through. I'm I'm out of film, Fox. Like, there's a bogey on my tail. <laughs> Something wrong with the G diffuser. Yep. <laughs> hey, that one was mine. <laughs> <laughs> and if I heard Slippy say one more fucking thing, I was I was just ready for Slippy to die. Like, Fox, help me. I'm like, why Don't would worry. I help you? Slippy's here. Yeah. I'm like, I good. Now the bullets can go to you. Like, Slippy, man. Slippy would pop up, and I would be like, okay. 
just just go ahead and die, Slippy, so I don't have to hear you talk anymore in my audio. Like, <laughs> um, my, my audio. <laughs> but, I don't know, Slippy. You're, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. What was that? <laughs> what you was need that? help? Oh, was sorry, that? I missed it. Oh, uh, no. Barrel roll. Barrel roll. <laughs> barrel roll, Fox. I used to literally, I used to just hold the barrel roll button, like, and just spin in place. Uh, whenever. Speaking of holding a button, you know what we've not talked about yet? What? That weird friggin' controller. Okay, let's oh. get let's get started on the the M controller. Um, yes. Someone may also refer to it as dick and balls. Um, it what? is. <laughs> I have never heard. No one has. I just thought about it because it's technically a cylindrical pointy thing in the middle and two round sides. Well, if anything, that looks like a. It just looks like a messed up chicken foot. I actually, <laughs> you know what it is? It's the trident. I don't. I think me and it Justin used to make fun of it being like Batman's hook. It was. Like, it was definitely like battering. Like a battering with a hook. Cause it was, it was and with the way those things were built. It could be a battery. It could. It could be a fucking mace, like a like <laughs> someone come up in your house and like you got to knock them down. You swing that, and if you got a rumble pack in it, you got like an extra pound. <laughs> <laughs> you got the rumble pack in it, and you're ready to rumble. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that rumble pack. You needed the rumble pack for the additional weight of the controller. It, it made was such good. a difference. It was a big difference. Um, I never had it, but when I would play like with um, Justin's Rumble Pack, like it made you could tell it gave a heft to the controller um, that you don't get a lot from a lot of controllers nowadays. Um, now everything is lightweight and ergonomic. Back in the day, it was it was a know, weight <laughs> uh, built strength in the children's shoulders. Um, but he had that kid suing over rotating the stick and injuring his hand. Nobody. Nobody talked about it. Like my kid's jacked. He's been <laughs> my, controller. my kid is strangling the neighbor's child who has a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You're either in or you're out." <laughs> but going back to the controller, that controller was weird. Um, it is not a yeah. good controller. Nah, it's, it's the most not. optimized thing in the world. What do you mean? It was. <laughs> it was. It's optimized for the people. 5,000 years from now when they exactly. develop a third hand. <laughs> I can play on it just fine. But when you yeah. take a look back... I mean, back, it was fine when you owned it. Yeah, when you take a look back at it, though, it was really weird because essentially your hands were designed to be one at the bottom and one in the upper right as opposed to both on the same field. You mm. know? And... Your your thumb was your also did, did you cut out for anybody else there? Oh, did I cut out? He, did he cut out for y'all too? Not me this time. Okay, okay, just making sure it was just me because I kind of flagged that if there was. Oh, issue. okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but like the controller, when you think about when you play on the PlayStation controller, right? <laughs> and I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't, I don't really know. But when you play on the Nintendo 64 controller, one thumb is all buttons. Yes. And one one thumb mm-hmm. is all control. So in a way, you're freeing up your ability to do a lot of things. 
Um, so there is that bonus to it, but it was still weird. Um, yeah, it's odd because the way the buttons were laid, either you use them or you very little mm-hmm. or you use them a lot. Because I remember there was the, the D-pad on one side with mm-hmm. a L button, right, up on the shoulder. Yeah. And then there was the the C buttons, which were the strangest thing to me. They were <laughs> weird. The C and then the right weird. shoulder... And then there was a start button in the center. There was the stick in the center. And then there was the Z button on the bottom. It was like a trigger. Right? Yes, yes. The And the thing is, is that so the, the C buttons in most games were your camera. Yeah. Except in Zelda, where they were all your inventory. items. They were all your inventory. The Z button barely got used out of racing games in Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had A and B right next to the C buttons. A and B were your bread and butter. So I will say this: when it came to the A and B buttons, they did a lot with just very little buttons. Mm-hmm. A lot of video games integrate the, the A and B buttons uniquely because of that lack of it. Um, I will be honest: the N sixty four has my favorite start button in the whole of video games. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. good. Definitely. It's fun to press. You mean the big, big ass button? The big red fucking yeah, the big button. Red button. It's like that no. button. Let's it's you know like... what to do. Oh, what are you saying, Dustin? It's that button that you want to press, but you really don't have to. Exactly, exactly. I want um, to know, though, where did Nintendo get their, their numbering scheme for these buttons? Because I just thought about this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we have the SNES had the A button. And the B button, which we had on the, the NES, which made sense. Um, then we had the X and the Y button for some reason on the on the SNES, and the L and R made sense because they're on the left. But with the sixty four, there was the A button, the B button. There were four buttons <laughs> labeled C. C. There was the D pad because it's directional pad. Yeah, yeah. And then there was L and R with shoulders again. And then the Z button. Where is X and Y? <laughs> and Y? <laughs> I don't even have an answer for that one. I had an answer at first, but then you started explaining the N64 controller. I was like, I don't have one for the N64. Why is none... it, if nothing else, why isn't the Z button like an E button? I, you know I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Well, E doesn't sound fun. No, the E button. The, the the eject button. The eject button. It doesn't sound as nice. There's the E button. It's the button on your on your on your uh, console. Yeah. <laughs> Pop the card. Yeah. I would say, and even when I'm thinking about some of the stuff, because you were mentioning that, um, um, and and when Justin was mentioning like the start button, I thought about this. Now I don't know if other people played this. Maybe Dustin did. I know mm-hmm. Justin did because we spent a lot of time with like friends and stuff playing this but the wwf wrestlemania game Mm -hmm. like that game was more fun than it should be like it was back when i was really into wrestling and wrestling games back then were great yes all the wcw versus nwo revenge wrestlemania 2000 Mm -hmm. all those yeah yeah all of them were good because, like, the companies at the time didn't really care. They just let you do whatever you wanted. 
and it peed people with chairs. Super oh, people. Oh yeah. Jump off the, Justin, jump off the rope. Justin in particular like to fight how you okay, so Justin liked to play the game correctly. I like Hardcore. to play the game honorably. Which you <laughs> don't do because Justin would go out in the ring and get chairs. And I was like, How how are you getting <laughs> yes, chairs? Just full on heel wrestler here, gotta just, get the- the just illegal weapon. Yes. Get a sledgehammer or something. I want to cry. I want to see blood. Right. We'll just beat the shit out of people. Um, and I was not good at that game. <laughs> There's over here like being trying to be honorable. Like this is a a sporting event, and then Justin's over here like, are you not entertained? <laughs> right. I so I, that was around the time I was really into fighting games, so like Japanese side, like two D fighting games. So I was, it was weird. I would press the button, and my guy wouldn't move as fast as I wanted him to. I had no combos. People are bringing chairs, and I'm like, "How does this work? Oh, he's 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 launching at me. I'll block. Nah, that didn't work." <laughs> Oh, he has a chair. I'll move deathly to the side. Nope. <laughs> he will move clunkily in that direction and maybe avoid it. But I liked playing it. Like, even yeah. though I lost every match. <laughs> um, I love playing it, though. And I just think when I look at the N64 games that were available, um, N64 was just fun. It was. Like... Even losing was fun for the most part. Um, like, because, okay, come, we're coming back into Smash. Um, <laughs> the the B-bomb in Smash. That's your item. I loved it every it's time. one of the best items in the original Smash. I don't really like it now. But, like... In Talking the, about the one with the, the one that you like stuck like a mine or no no, no no so the B button the B the B bomb was essentially a big little red bomb bomb that had a B on it and if you oh it, yeah the one that made like the big bubble of it yes and yeah. on certain yeah. levels you basically got a ring out if you threw them in the right corner so mm-hmm. like Fox's level if um, you couldn't get back around it because yes. You would, this was also the smash where, like, if somebody had a recovery, that was kind of <laughs> rare. Yes, and they knew how to use it correctly, too. Except for freaking Kirby over here. This old. Like, Justin knows. Right. Justin Kirby knows. Yep, yep. Justin knows. I will play Kirby. I will play Kirby so much. I will play Kirby and Ness were my main characters. Um, Ness with skill shot. Oh, recovery. <laughs> using PK Thunder. If he gets Kirby, I'm getting Mario. If he gets Ness, I can get Sam. Uh, Sam's. Yeah. Captain Falcon. Uh, Captain Falcon worked better because Captain Falcon was so fucking fast. Like, and Ness is very floaty and very also slow. Also was a character in that one, right? Yeah, he, he, was a, he was a hidden character. So in order of appearance, Jigglypuff, Captain Falcon, Luigi, Ness. Those yes. were the ones that you had to unlock in certain orders. Um... Captain Falcon Man. Even as I say his name, I end up using his cadence. Captain Falcon. Like it's like 
I fucking oh now that I'm hearing it, Justin did play him a lot. Jesus Christ! Falcon uh, punch. All I heard was show me your moves. Falcon kick. Falcon kick. <laughs> 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 like and couldn't wasn't he one of the few that could grab you in the air? Yes, he could. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. his upbeat. Yeah. yeah, he was like, huh, and then he kicks off and like he'll kick burns. you off and he'll get back. <laughs> Fucking but that was a very dangerous. He, he had a very dangerous upbeat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to. His upbeat was like fighting for your lives, trying to grab that. Mm-hmm. And yes. Captain Falcon grabs you and kicks off of you up to the left. I will say this because Justin played a lot of the most spammy, hard. He played my counters a lot. It made me better at the game with all the bad characters. If anyone knows, I am a beast with Ike and Brawl. And it's probably because Dustin Dustin played characters way faster than my characters. So I had to learn perfect timing. Like, (laughs) I had to learn perfect timing. Um, And I had to learn how to block because I definitely am a spammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Smash Brothers, outside of the roster, I like Ultimate's roster a lot more, but... Mm -hmm. I feel original Smash Brothers and Brawl were my favorite. Maybe Brawl is my favorite. I think Smash Brothers Brawl is my favorite. Melee is tainted to me by the community. Actually, it's not Melee actually, just more actually than the community isn't a good than, game. For me, it was playing people way better than me who were much more serious about it than I was. Mm. Melee was fine. It just was flawed and everyone wants to ignore the flaws. I just hated the GameCube controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, GameCube controller was bad. It's it's my least favorite controller out of all I the controllers. Like the controller. Yeah, but it was made for your age group. All of y'all like it. All of y'all, all of y'all be like GameCube controller is best. And I'm like, y'all fucking wrong. Nah, man. I mean that Wii controller. What do you mean? Wii controller was great. Oh, I was one of the few people that enjoyed it. Um, but but yeah. I know a lot of people may be wanting us to go into Zelda. <laughs> oh, that game's bad, you know. <laughs> the <laughs> reason so bad, the reason I'm not going into Zelda here is that Zelda can have its own episode, folks. You really can. Like because I didn't do nothing with Zelda, as you know. Oh yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Justin was not big on the fantasy games of that sort. Um, but I, I think also it, it, it merits its own thing. The, don't get me wrong. It's one of the top rated games on the, the N64 and can arguably be a contender for most influential video game on the Nintendo 64. I still think Mario takes it. Um, but it's the closest one out of all the games, in my opinion, like the Legend of Zelda series on there. Um, and it's also one of the few, not one of the few, I take that back, because Zelda had a lot of sequels on the same console a lot. Yeah, it did. So, Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that is kind of the closing. I would say if I were ranking systems, I would say N64 is up there for my favorite systems. Yeah, I have a weird uh, a weird feeling about it just in general, because I didn't get it until much later. Yeah. So a lot of times when I played N64 stuff, it was with uh, at a friend's house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And so, or I rented one, I think, a few times because that was a time when you could rent a console. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember a few games really well. Pokemon Stadium was a big deal because it was oh, like Pokemon, yeah. but in three. Yeah, that was a huge one. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the Bomberman games pretty well. That Bomberman, was another oddball one. Yep. Bomberman was a good one on there. Bomberman was fun. Yeah, there was a lot of games on there that just worked. I'm going to well. shout out my game, Gauntlet, real quick. Oh, yeah. Your um, Gauntlet. Gauntlet was a good game. Yeah. Gauntlet was a Gauntlet. very good game. That was a very good game. I think I've when Arnold said that was. I think that was like. Wizard needs food badly. Yeah. <laughs> the archer's like, oh, substance. The. No, yeah, I completely agree that um, Gauntlet was a good game. Um, yeah, just the N64 just had good stuff on it. Yeah. It was just a fun system that mm-hmm. knew how to work. A lot um, of experimental stuff, too. Yes, a lot of experimental stuff. A lot Pilot of Wings, for example. Which one? Pilot Wings. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. still want to... So there's an N64 game that I never got to play. But I want to go back and play it. I'm going to have to acquire it at some point to play it. What is it? What is it? That was Mischief Makers. Oh, yeah, Mischief yeah. Makers. I always wanted to play it because of how it looked. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like Mega Man, except a little different. Yeah, Mischief Makers. That was a that was a game that a lot of people like enjoyed. But okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you wrap up though. Oh no, you're fine. Up. No, 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 you're good. I was gonna actually ask. Um, I know Dustin just did his. Um, I was gonna say, Justin, what's some closing thoughts you have about the N sixty four? N sixty four, I would regard as definitely a top. I personally would say top five console. That's where it is for me. Yeah, top five as well. I would say. I can't say definitively, but I know PlayStation 2 and the Nintendo Switch are up in number two. Um, I want to say the Wii? No, no. What the hell am I talking about? Game Boy Advance is like... Yes, Game Boy. Let's just say Game Boy, because Game Boy doesn't cover all the Game Boys. Yeah, Game Boy in and of itself is probably number three for me. And then there is... The only reason, and this is where I come into a weird place, PlayStation would technically be over in 64, but I never got a fucking play mine. So, like, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> just, I retroactively can't put it there because I played all my PlayStation games on emulators. Do we need, do we need to get you one, James? You gotta hunt down. I don't ever want to look at a PlayStation again, if I'm real with you. It'll just excite anger. I'll look at it, and I'll you step look into at it. And you'll, just, you'll just have this, this post-traumatic flashback have, of yeah, world, everything world, stepped world on. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with Justin there. Um, Arnold, any closing thoughts? Um, I think the N64, like, he's, like uh, Justin said, it's the top five console for me. But I also love it because it was like one of the first... It is my first console that I've played um, to begin with, mm-hmm. and also the the uh, just the party aspect of the game. Like it was one of the first consoles that me and my brother like played a lot together. Yeah. Uh, there's really no. I mean, aside from like, I mean, I, like when we got PS3s, but like the generation between then and there is like super long. You know. Yeah. Maybe, it was I think and actually no. I yeah. think it's Xbox because we both played Halo together. But that's like you know, there's a big gap between them. It's yeah. one of my favorite like party party consoles, basically. 
Gauntlet, yeah. Saber Smash Brothers. Um, they play a little box competitive, but not competitive. Like you know, there's multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was versus basically, but yeah, it was it was a it was a great time, honestly. When I think about it, yeah, I can think of very little negatives when it comes to the N sixty four. But yeah, in closing, great system, weird execution, Nintendo. You probably could have squashed your competition, um, but you made some weird decisions. Hey, um, you know what, Sonny? We really don't want that seat. We don't want that CD drive game. Um, we're going to use cart systems, which and I'll I'll always be a defender of using cartridges. Um, I know they're more expensive, but I just they're also they don't hold at the time. Family didn't hold as much. No, they didn't hold as much memory and stuff like that. Um, I personally just like the feel, um, but I'm not going to knock someone for doing the cheaper method. Um, but yeah, weird decisions on things. One of the greater. I mean, comments, it made it less like you know you couldn't really pirate those games back then. Oh yeah, the, yeah, you could not pirate them, so it definitely kept the longevity of their games mm-hmm. and the structure of their games. Because um, now, if you re-release like PlayStation games, like old ones, people are like, "Why would I do that? I already mm-hmm. have it on my computer, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or on my phone." Anyway, um, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, overall. N64 was a really good system. I really enjoyed it, and I think it was one of Nintendo's better ideas and strategies to this day. Um, very good wordplay and stuff like that. But anyway, thank you for coming to another episode and listening to us talk and rant and rave. I am hoping to get started on our tournament arc. For those of you who really do enjoy the tournament arcs, I'm really sorry. Um, we've been just having other content, honestly. Um mm-hmm. But we will do a tournament one, and Justin will be here for those because Justin loves to debate me in tournament arc stuff. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So we're definitely going to do one. This one will be the best anime fights um, in our opinions. So for those of you out there who like Jujutsu Kaisen, I am not sorry that none of those fights will be in here. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to say sorry to Jay, but some sorry. of those, no. <laughs> what were you saying, Dustin? You're like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, not at all. But anyway, thank you for coming. And as always, I'm your host. And I am as always joined by... Dustin. And Arnold. And our guest as usual. Justin, a.k.a. Batman Let's Luther. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, two opposing people. Um, thank you all for listening, and we will see you later. Good day. Have Bye. a good one. Thank you for playing. <laughs>